I'm Greg Miller from kindoffunny.com and you're listening to Podcast X, Y, and Z. What's up, my people? Yo. Welcome to Podcast X, Y, and Z, the world's number fun video game podcast. I'm Caleb Pearson. To my right, Andrew Matthew. What's up? Andrew, how you doing, sir? I'm good, man. How are good. you? Good, 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 good. Coming off the, the brink of a couple Halo wins. A couple, a couple Halo, Halo losses. <laughs> more some significant losses. Did we lose more than we won? No, 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 right, no, I don't no, know. no, no. I thought I felt pretty good overall. We uh we lost a game of King of the Hill where the score is to 150 and we were on 149 for the longest First of all, time. And Master Chief Collection, some of the crap that goes on in that game, the dodgeball game mode <laughs> we were really playing. You really didn't like that. No, I didn't like that one bit. It was unsettling. It was it's like a fun. weird dream I I'll, had. I'll give them Pre-show gaming is the best. For those of you that don't know, we run Media Interactive. We yeah, come we at do. you each and every week, normally Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, to talk about all things Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, a la yep. X, Y, and Z. Yep. We've been running a Patreon. Uh, you can support us over there you can follow us uh, on social media at m interactive xyz uh, patreon.com slash media interactive is our homepage. we'll also upload the hd audio of this podcast later on but if you're here live thank you so much for joining us in the twitch chat we will be running through a campaign of video game story missions for this evening so you can throw in uh your live participation and we will shout you out and any side quests you guys have any side quests we are very easily distracted and we enjoy it that's my favorite part actually when they throw out something Um, we'll run through the news um but andrew i want to shout out our patrons and then go ahead and explain where we're headed is that okay with you do your thing dude okay all right shout out to our patrons um this is our patrons, uh, even if they're no longer supporting us, they were supporting us at one time. And they are as follows. Zan the Man, Xander, Suze, Silas, Sam, Ryan, George, Harry, Lauren, Josh Crowley, Kirby Curbs, Jonathan, Jake, Brendan, Brad, Hunter, Rosser, Jonah, Alex, and Jonathan. You guys Thank you guys so much. So much. Um, for supporting us over at patreon.com slash media interactive it truly has meant the world. Absolutely. That you guys are willing to support uh, our passions and our endeavors. Um, as of this week and this month, um, we are ending our Patreon shutdown website, our homepage. We already um, had a chat. Hunter said, "What's going on with that Patreon shutdown? Is it because y'all are traveling and doing the expos and stuff?" So, Good question. Here is where we're at. As he drinks his, let's talk um, business, you guys. Business meeting, everyone, gather around. E three is coming up in June. Um, Andrew and I have been doing this together for gosh, almost nine. Eight. Since I think it's Call eight. of Duty Four came out. All right, you want to look that up? Uh-huh. Look up that day, yep. and then subtract two weeks from that release date. Mm-hmm. October. We launched October second. Actually, I remember that. November fifth. Oh, <laughs> Call of Duty. 4. Well, okay. we launched October second, so I don't know. Maybe we had a When's full. When's like month. our first podcast? Um, October twelfth. So it must have been t- yeah. Okay. Two weeks before then. Okay, gotcha. So you're right. Um. Well, I want to explain to you guys a little bit about where we're headed. <laughs> Uh, This is episode 29. We're titling it Thank You um, because next week uh, on Monday night, Monday night, not Tuesday night, it'll be Monday night, um, we're going to record podcast X, Y, and Z episode 30, uh, and that's going to be titled The End. Um, The rest of this month, we're going to devote to podcast remastered it's it's another podcast that we have done um it's going to be released free into the public and and we're going to record it like this live on twitch um and that's going to be an opportunity for us to talk about anything outside of video games as well movies tv faith whatever you want so we're encouraging you guys to um not only support us tonight and next monday night as x y and z comes to a close 
but also throughout the uh, rest of May because essentially all our content is just becoming free. We've already finished the giveaways. We've already finished up our commitments on Patreon. Um, and so we kind of want to finish out a passion project uh, because Andrew and I are going to be moving on um, into the workforce our separate ways, so to speak. Uh, and E3, our trip in June, is going to kind of be our goodbye to each other. Um, and so we're kind of taking the entire month of May to say goodbye to you guys as well. Sheesh. So, you, you handled that very professionally. That yeah. and I, 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 You and I had kind of spoke about this briefly. I don't think I'm going to get emotional now. I think it'll happen next time. Yeah. Episode 30. I mean, c- come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Episode 30, we've been doing this for so long. I mean, we we... We've been talking about what does the future, what does the end look like, what it all. We've been wrestling with these questions. You guys don't see that beforehand and after, but before the podcast starts and right after it stops, we ask the question. I mean, it's not like we're ready to be done, but we just we we're so happy to be here. And seriously, when we read off those patrons, like, and we talk to you guys in the chat, like, nothing is better. Um, I look forward to it so much. This time with you guys. Um, it's just the best and so we we discuss all this stuff before and after of like how can we serve you guys the best how can we give back to all of you who have impacted our lives so much and just with our schedules and what life is looking like it would just be a disservice to you guys if we tried to keep doing something half-heartedly because this has really taken all of our heart and has given us way more than we could have ever asked for um so really what we want May to be is we want to just be with you guys as our community. No obligation, no business, no labels, just us. Just a way to say, this is what we created together. This is what you guys created. And this is what you guys have done for us. And so, yeah, next week will be our last official X, Y, and Z. But after that, we'll come up with some great content for you guys to end off May and end our channel. So it won't be we won't be going silent, and we'll still be providing content at E3. We'll still be chatting with you guys. You guys are the best. But this official X, Y, and Z, I mean... Yeah, and... and um... <laughs> We don't know what's gonna happen. I, I'm. I, I will effectively eventually kind of retire all of our accounts and channels. We won't update stuff regularly, but no, none of us know what's gonna happen in the future. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying goodbye to Media Interactive forever. We just don't know what's gonna happen, um, and we're no longer be, gonna be together geographically speaking. So we kind of need to take a break at least to see what's gonna happen with that. And, I was thinking about what to title this this episode, and there's different news things and quips I could do, but I just want it to be called Thank You as we end our Patreon tonight, um, and then as we title next week's The End. I'm hoping people can make it Monday night to the stream so we can look back on this and just be thankful for X, Y, and Z. Um, Andrew and I are going to end Media Interactive later this month, um, kind of off the clock talking about anything, but this has been our baby. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, Straight our up. formal and, and successful podcast that just has truly meant the world. So I didn't know whether to start or end the podcast with that. I, I still don't know what the correct way to do it is, but that's just up front the so, way the way we're going to do it. Brief insight. Thank you for all the love in the chat. You guys are, if I stare at it too long, you guys will make me emotional. Don't, that's for next dude, week. Dude, do not read um, it. Do not read it. Love you me. all, though. Uh, who's moving? I'll be moving to Richmond um, at, towards the end of this month, which I'm really excited for. A new stage in my life. I've been here forever um i met this guy here all this all these good memories and i'm excited to come back here and hang out with caleb but i'll be i'll be moving 
I'm really excited for the next chapter. And uh, I'm yeah, I'm just not gonna look at you guys. The chat. We're gonna go don't, right back dude, to business. Do not show me the we, chat. We we here. All right. So don't get don't forget about us yet. All right. We hear X Y and Z is here tonight. God, we should have done this at the end. Uh, yeah. All these. Uh, um, all right, all right. Let me just. Can we just? Let's jump into campaign. Right, let's right, right. get it. X, right. Y, and Z. We out right. here. Story mission number one, Andrew. One of our dear friends and listeners, longtime viewer and participant, Daniel Prindle. Dan is DTM over on YouTube and Twitter. He made an E3 video impression. Uh, Xbox predictions. Um, already up to a few hundred views. Tons of comments. We would love for you guys to go check it out. Check it out. Um, I'll put the link in the comments. Yeah, throw throw a link in the chat. Um, I thought his video was great. I thought his predictions were so cool, and it was so like surreal. Yeah. Because Andrew, our boy was making a YouTube video that we were watching yeah. about something that we are going to that he's been doing for a while. Yes. And we've been watching, yes. but now we got to. And it was just oh my gosh, what used to be the most mundane, random gamer because we didn't know about him has be it's just become this personal and relevant thing. And it, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful for it. And it was so cool to see his video be made. You can see the passion on Daniel's face in this whole video, and it's just tons of fun to see his YouTube um, channel get some love. Um, and talking about E3, it's just the season is here. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a really well done video. Like honestly, and as much as we're your friend now, like I, I as an objective like or not objective, but as an audience member, I really enjoyed it. You had some really good points. Um, really excited for Microsoft. I know it's kind of weird because. E3 is very different now, and you acknowledge that right from the bat of, you know, I'm not going to do Nintendo Sony because it's it's different, you know, and had yeah. the Xbox shirt the whole time, which was dope. Um, he said, hopefully looking at some new studio acquisitions, uh, a possible new Splinter Cell game, Ninja Gaiden, things like that. Um, definitely a lot of things to get excited for. I would, and he, oh, one of the things I didn't want to talk about is you said uh, you expect to see Nintendo come out on Microsoft stage, and we've talked about this before, the excitement about that. Um just imagine if we're outside of the, the theater, if Nintendo shows up on a Microsoft stage. I mean, I won't spoil so the whole cool. yeah. reaction prediction video, but uh, I mean, do, do you do you think Nintendo shows up and says, hey, and says, does something? I hope so. I mean, they don't have a presence enough on their own anyway without all the talks they've been in this whole spring. So I, I would hope they have integrated themselves somehow in some of these other presences at E3. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like you and I don't know what the floor is going to look like. We don't know what the show floor and the game access is going to look like, but Nintendo will be there at some capacity. Yeah. And it's really hard for me to conjure a scenario where Nintendo is there, but they're not talking to Xbox. Yeah, right. Exactly. That would be like a like why isn't this couple talking to each other at this party? Like they were they, been through you know, <laughs> what what is happening yeah. kind of thing. Um and so but that's the thing, Andrew, we really don't know. Yeah. We just never know. Um so I'm so excited for that. Um, and, and kind of moving on into maybe the second story mission along with E3. Andrew, you and I are going to Bethesda's showcase at E3. So we were kind of talking about like what can we what can we invest what in can that's we relevant what for can Bethesda. We, uh, get ready. Uh, so we're pre-ordering Rage 2. Yes, we are. Uh, there's an Xbox sale. Is that still going on, by the way, the 50 plus 10? I you, think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you do $50 to Xbox store, you get plus 10. Anyway, um, we basically get Rage 2 a little discounted. And Comes so we're going to get that. Tuesday, I think the, I Yeah, I think it's the Seven, 14th. Yeah, 14th, um, yeah, yeah. So, Rage 2 is going to be coming out. Um, we're excited to play that because I think it's going to get stage presence. Yeah. Um, because a month after release at that point, it'll be probably DLC or, or you know, something related yeah. to that. Um, I also think it's going to be fun for us because we know nothing kind we, of. Oh, nothing. Which is nothing. kind of good, you yeah. know? Yeah. We've been talking about week after week, all of the press and all of the news and crap about games releases. I feel good about going into a game saying, I truly don't know what really yeah. is going to happen. 
Yeah, no, it's cool. If you're watching live, let us know what your E3 experience is like. Do you want, do you like to watch it live? Do you just kind of watch social media? Do you wait till it goes up to YouTube? Let us know because Andrew and I are going to be there. And while we know what we're doing, we also don't know what we're doing. And usually we have Daniel in the chat correcting us, but we're gonna be in LA. Oh, dude, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. We're gonna. I'm gonna call him a lot. I'm gonna have <laughs> FaceTime him. him. I'm gonna have him. We're on gonna need call. all the help we can get. Daniel, basically. you're gonna be, get a call from us, and we're stranded in some LA back street, <laughs> and we're just gonna ask you to help us. So, and you'll you'll think back to that one Halo map and help us get out of there. Exactly. Um, Daniel says I'll be watching everything live. Roro says Rage is intriguing me. The more and more I see it, looks fun. Daniel says it would be definitely insane if Nintendo um, showed up. Um, Robert also said he's doing a uh, Daniel's doing a Bethesda one, Friday. Oh, so are you doing a Bethesda video as well, Daniel? Yes, yes. Sweet. I look forward to that. He's doing a Bethesda prediction, and guess what, Daniel? You got an inside man. You can predict that some lunatic halfway through the showcase is gonna get up Yo, and start Daniel. yelling, <laughs> "Dan is DTM!" over and over and over, and yeah. it won't happen. But I'm gonna do it in spirit. Dan says, my calls are open to you guys. Thanks. We're actually going to call you. I will literally call him and be like, hey, listen, can you? I, I, okay, here's another thing. Follow us at M Interactive XYZ, and if you have our numbers and know us personally, that's awesome. Let us know what's going on at E3 because yeah. we are there, but you guys are going to have that. You know, if you go to a baseball game or a football game, yeah. you're much, you know other things that are going on. Yeah. So they have that front row seat on their couch, and, and so if something happens or you feel like something's going down, let us know so we can try to be there. Definitely, um, for sure. Because unofficially, I think we're going to be present in the industry more so than officially, if that if that makes there sense. There you go. Um, so that should be super-duper fun, right, Andrew. Says, love watching live, get my snacks and watch the games. Dude, it's like a good movie uh, it's, night. It's, it like, really, it's a week. It's a week-long it's affair. It's dope, man. Oh, definitely, so cool. definitely. So, so cool. Um, Andrew, moving along here, uh, E3 story mission number three, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order gameplay reveal will be part of the EA Play event around E3. Um, I'm excited for that. That will most likely be a YouTube something or other that pops up. I don't think we know if that's going to be live streamed or hosted by anybody. I don't know. I don't think we um, know. EA Play is newish, right? Because they, so. they backed out as of like last year or whatever. Um, and I think it's relatively behind closed doors as far as media publicity, like live. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for that gameplay again because you and I talked about when the trailer came out, it was just story-driven, cinematic, and kind of hard to tell what it was, what it, was and going on. And that's my biggest thing going forward is I, have, I still have no idea what it's going to be. And I'm, I still think that this gameplay reveal, I do not think it'll be a vertical slice at all because if you watch the story trailer of him – I mean, everything from riding a, a subway train to to climbing the side of a mountain. Yeah, it, it, nothing, there's nothing Star Wars about it. It's almost right. like solo a Star Wars story kind of weird lore. So a gameplay reveal can't be super duper long. Like, how long could it realistically I don't be? Know. Uh, and that's what we don't, I don't know. really have a grip Did on. Did they do a demo? Did they just do a trailer? Like, what does it look right. like? Right, and, and that's truly because it comes out fair, fairly soon. I, I, I don't know if they gave it. It's probably, I think they said November 2019 oh, yeah. or fall. They probably just said fall. I think that's a fall. Um, but Star Wars has never not come out Thanksgiving, like after the Call of Duties and all that stuff, um, of which kind of a side mission. We will also get uh, – it's Infinity Ward, by the way. It took me three weeks to get it right. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty developer will, I think, reveal the game and a trailer. I don't think there's a Call of Duty trailer out right now. No, I, at least I, I didn't come across one. I don't think there's anything called it. Which is the first in a while, because you, you always know, like, the first of May, they start to drop something on call. It's uh, usually on, really on early. It's really yeah. early, usually. Um, but they're waiting, which is fine, especially because Call of Duty cinematic trailers lately are, there's nothing to them. Yeah. They're, it's irrelevant. 
Um, I'm sorry, I'm like still sniffling and like pulling myself. Up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, pull yourself. I am so excited for Call of Duty though. We, I mean, we just we'll talk about Blackout in a little bit, but um, yeah, it'll be it'll be cool to see what the big heads again kind of do at E3 because they're at a point, Andrew, where they need to decide whether or not if they want E3 in their life. Like, yeah. if they haven't pulled out yet, what are they doing instead of E3? Yeah. Are they going to keep ver- – like, EA play can't be super rooted in tradition. Yeah. So it's super up in the air. Um, I don't know. what. I mean, do you think that this E3 we attend is going to be the last traditional E3? What do you think That's a good happen? question. I, I, think my, I think Microsoft continues to do it in the same way that we're going to see it this year. I think that that's going to continue for a couple years. Um, I, I think um, – I see it, like, post the release of new consoles. I'd be nervous to see what the show becomes. But I think we'll be fine for the next couple years um, to see a traditional E3 show. Um, I think I think everything is kind of up in the air, right? Like, even if you yeah. think about the micro level of like Call of Duty, like the Call of Duty franchise was like re-energized with Black Ops Four. I, I guess we could widely say. And so, like, what happens now? Like, all of these things are kind of, and that I think that's part of the reason we're not hearing from Call of Duty yet. Because I think some of the things that we're so used to hearing, the cadence and the, oh, E3, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, some of these cadences are all off. So now you have Call of Duty even hiding their cards. Yeah, which is so weird. Which is a very weird place to be. And I think that that is the non-traditional parts of E3 that I think are going to happen in the next couple of years. I think you'll see less and less of the cadence of Assassin's Creed games and Call of Duty, and they'll start to pull back. And mm. I think you'll see a little bit more of the hype get back into those games at those E3 moments because there's not Sony and not, like there's just Microsoft. So someone has got to do something, you know, crazy. So, um, and Daniel lined that up perfectly in his predictions, but I think some of these games that we're so used to, will have to come up with a bigger presence as well. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be so fun, dude, to see what happens. And then you finally get the fall. You can finally understand what your fall is going to look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right now you and I can't confidently say like, Oh, I'm excited for this game or I'm going to day one this game or I'm not. Yeah. Cause even the ones that are, reveal for 2019 could get delayed right whereas an e3 reveal is going to most likely solidify it in, yeah. in one way or another um at least in a way we can understand and then it will just give cadence to the console launches and to games that have yet to be <laughs> revealed right. or updated at least you yeah. know because um, even if you're not involved in e3 even if you don't have a game coming out in the fall or no one is expecting anything of you, you're going to want to be relevant. Right. So you're going to at least give an update. Absolutely. Um, Especially for Microsoft, because if you remember, if we go back in time a year ago, how many studios did they acquire? This has been a year of, like, I won't say almost nothing, but where are the updates? What are the big projects? We don't want to hear more acquisitions as much. Like, I definitely am excited to hear about that, but I think I want to see more just new games. Um, I don't want them to go down the Nintendo path of just picking a game and rebooting it and then putting a number three or a number two on it. I want to hear about what's new, what's coming. Well, we've been hearing, you know, here's to the future of Xbox for so long. Right. And now with Stadia launching in the fall um, and even all their xCloud projects. I mean, xCloud is still like a fall thing. It's a very real thing. Yeah, it's weird. I think I I don't know if I put that in... um, Yeah, I put that in... um, a side, a side mission. mission the the public trials are actually coming soon phil spencer tweeted or said something that the team on xcloud had brought it home and had tested it and it went well so they're almost ready for public trials which is insane to me and what is that i think we mentioned this before what does that mean am i worthy of a public trial i don't know who, who, who how do they i'm sure daniel will get 12 of them <laughs> but how do i get one that'd be really cool yeah to, tr- to try that out yeah. um 
I mean, yeah. I mean, would you guys sign up for that? I'm sure would it's you guys a, a, a beta like, program where they have an existing list of people or something. Yeah. But. Are you guys worried about xCloud? I mean, some of the stuff with Stadia around xCloud is kind of similar of like, do we have enough streaming capabilities to do this, to run games on any device? Um, yeah. Are you guys nervous, excited about it? Daniel says, E3 only has like one or two more years anyways at LA Live unless they renew the deal. So I guess like you said, like everything's up in the air. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think we see a sort of Microsoft presence at E3 for the next two years and then past that, I, I honestly... And if we learn anything from the games industry as far as how people feel about each other towards the end of a contract, it's not good. Yeah. So change is not a bad thing because it, it's capitalism and we're here for it. There's so much out there now. We've talked our ears off about how good games are not fun anymore. <laughs> you know, you need something awesome. There's yeah. so many great things to do and great things to play. Andrew, let's talk about something that's not so awesome, that's not so great Yeah. in the video game industry. This guy, oh, I'm so sick of him. Randy Pitchford. Again, back in the news uh, again. Went off on Twitter, uh, I think because of changing the voice actor for one of the characters in Borderlands. And he, he's now, uh, it's, there's a claim that he abused one of his, the, the, I think the that, voice actor guy, yeah. in 2017. And then he also re- responded on Twitter in, in a vulgar method. It's, it's awful. It's toxic. It's... And I do not understand how he can go from scandal... Game reveal where all these loser gamers are like high fiving him and hugging him and saying he's awesome, and then scandal again. Yeah. And like, at what point does the cadence of that break? Yeah. And at what point are we gonna say, hey, you mind stop it? Like, I, stop I, it. I think I think he's I think he's really I think he's really reaching a, a falling point. Well, like, can they dump him? What is the administrative structure? I don't know. I don't know I, either. I don't know. I I, th- I think his time is coming to an end. I think like. Just like you said, the cadence of it, it's becoming more regular for people to immediately, like, as soon as we said that, Daniel said, oh, Grandy Pitchford, gross. You know, and, and I think, like, that literally is the same cadence. Oh, Daniel says Randy owns Gearbox. And that's uh, what I'm saying is yeah. I knew he was the head man. And so it's just like, at what point are, I mean, okay, there was another side mission about that other, um, what was it, was it Riot? Yeah. They walk out. So yeah, all oh, the developers. That's an, another, another big thing. So let's let's talk about that briefly. All the riot, the people, League of Legends people, right? Yeah. All the employees walk out because of abuse claims and workplace misdeeds. Why can't that happen under this Randy guy? Like of all people to do it under, he's such a sleazeball. It's wild. I mean, like, they, and I'm so sick of it. Yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. here's why it matters. So I get it. If you're like the game, you're like whatever. Maybe your buddy buddies with Randy. I don't know. I have never played Borderlands. Yeah. And now I don't want to. Yeah. Only because of him. No, that makes sense. I mean, there's there's no there's no one gonna argue about that. Like, there's no right. one gonna say like, Caleb, you're an idiot for saying that. Right. It's it's pretty much at this point now where yeah, Dan says although technically 2K owns Gearbox, so 2K should be 2K able to step could in. effectively get him out of there. But it's just oh, it gets so nitty gritty at that point. And he was in a lawsuit about embezzlement. It's like at that point. Yeah. Even if again. Just because people are found not guilty doesn't mean they're not the worst. Like yeah. all this different stuff he's dealing with, yeah. people with a good reputation don't come across that kind of scandal. Yeah. So I, I, I'm yeah. sick of it. And everything with the game is paired with something bad. Yeah. It's like press, 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 press. I'm like, yeah. it's choking me out. I will say it's a little bit different for me because usually when we have artists do this, it's like you have an artist and it's their music, you know? It's like R. Kelly is a terrible person, it's music. I make a personal decision to not listen to R. Kelly because that's easy. That is R. Kelly's voice on everything. And I understand Randy owns Gearbox, but there's a ton of talented individuals that will go unnoticed because of his bad deeds because, you know, it's like one bad egg in a, in a really good system. Like, 
I'm not saying all the people who work at Gearbox are good. I think I just have been able to think about it, I don't know, in a whole holistic way of like, there's a huge team around that game that's not Randy. To say, like, I won't play that game for one guy's bad decisions. Like, yes, if things come out more and he's, you know, like, I, I there's definitely a line. I'm not saying there's not a line. I think it's just, like, it's different because Randy isn't the one just making the game, you know? It'd yeah. be like if we were making a game and sort of, like, a boss upstairs, and we were like, well, we have this great game still. Like, yeah, that's true. And I, and I get, like, there needs to be... It gets um, so convoluted. And then it's ignorance on our part. Yeah. It's sure. so unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and the image of the game is marred, and, and hopefully, you know, I want to wish the game success, but I also, somebody like that, like... Yeah. When is it, when are they going to get what's coming to them, I guess? Yeah. Robert says, the way he dealt with microtransaction stuff is ridiculous, super unprofessional. Yeah. If you guys aren't familiar, he said that there was no microtransactions in the game, and then during the gameplay reveal that happened, which was one of my side missions, um, they said, oh, wait, no microtransactions that'll affect the game, there's just some skins, which... Like there's just there's just some like sketchy things going on about the language of what does it mean when you Semantics, say no yeah. microtransactions all that all that stuff it, it is just unprofessional, um, and it, yeah it, it begs the question like you said where's the line and what what happens next I think like it's it's just sad like why why are bad people running great like it's just bad and uh, I I'm definitely not a person to be like yo Randy's the greatest let's back him up like if this game needs to fail so that we can get him out I'm fine with that too. Yeah, I I, w- I won't die for that game, and I and I won't let Randy's kind of impact reduce the the game other game developers that have put good good work into it. So I'm somewhere uh, on that line, and we'll see what happens. Um, mm. I have to pause here to uh, get my money because uh, what are you talking about? I want I want to bring everyone back. A are couple, you serious? A couple, Is he in the chat? I want to bring people back a couple minutes. There's no way. Caleb Pearson said no to way. me, he said once well, so one of our good friends, uh, Daniel Snap. Uh, is just one of our good friends. And I said before, I said, I'm going to send him a personal invite. And Caleb said to me, if he does, I'll give you three and a half million dollars. And I said, you know, Dan said, I'll, I'll take that money too. Daniel said, Daniel Snap says, I love hearing your voice. You look sexy. Daniel Snap. Are you talking to him or me? <laughs> <laughs> no way. He's in the chat, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. Is he, wait, is he? Oh, he just texted me. Oh he's, oh, he's not in the Twitch so chat. So my man who watches us. Okay. So I'll take three and a half million dollars. Daniel, if you're still watching, D Snap te- 15 says, "Let's go." Right, I right, told right, you, right, my right, man. Right. Get me right. my money, fam. Let's go. It might, my t- boy. It'll take me some time. My boy. It'll take me some time to get you I, that much money. I see, my man, that's it. You know what? That's worth it to me, Daniel. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> oh man, so funny. The prophecy has been the fulfilled. Pro- the chosen one returns. Let's go. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Um, wow. You never know what's gonna happen you never on this freaking show. Know. Um, he says, "I am the Twitch chat. Thank you, Daniel, for your support. Thank you for all the people that support us." Um, Roro, to get back to serious stuff, Roro says, it's hard to punish Randy without punishing the people behind the game itself, totally, especially with him being literally the top of the ladder. Yeah, I mean, it's just difficult. I mean, like, where do you guys stand? Are you guys ready to say no to gear, to uh, Borderlands 3? 3. I mean, I know it's a fun game, but where is your guys' line? Is, has it reached it yet? Or are you kind of waiting? Um, hmm. Yeah, what, what do you guys think about that? So let me know. Uh, we have a, we have a uh, side quest, if you, you want to do it. Roro do says... It. Side quest from whenever you guys want to fit it in. EA says it wants Apex Legends on mobile. You gonna play it there? And are there any mobile games you actually play? This is a really good thing because I, I was actually I actually put a side mission. It's even a main. Is it? I think the the banning of the... oh that's a different one. Okay, um, right. I put, we'll, we'll um, merge it all together. The original plans for a zombies game turned ten years a few days ago, and I was thinking about it. I was like, 
That's so, it's so interesting that you bring this up because actually weird. I've been I've been thinking about this a lot of like I don't play mobile games and one thing we had talked about who was the Infinity Blade stuff that's it's epic it's Fortnite it's epic right right yeah. And so we we've, we've been talking. I realized that there was a big time in our lives we played mobile games. All I did was play mobile, mobile bro. Games, like Doodle Jump, Legends, because and because like, in school, yeah, it, the Nintendo DS is like the third most successful console of all time because everybody could play it in school. So, do you think literally when you graduated high school, you stopped playing mobile games? Yes, really. Yes, I'm tr- I'm trying to remember honestly when I stopped playing because I don't remember. Our first ever podcast, I talked about how I was known as the kid that played yes. Doodle Jump. Yes, you were. It yes. was high school. It was because you had your iPod and your iPhone, yeah. and you had ability the ability to play those games. Yeah. Um, and it was super fun. But Apex on mobile, no. But the reason I wouldn't play isn't even because it's on mobile. It's ironically because it's Apex. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it's interesting because it's it's like the mobile games are like what I wanted in high school. Like the iPhones are really cool. They look nice. Like the games are, they run well. Yeah. And yet I'm playing less. So it's like very interesting very to me. Weird. And I think I think you have make a good point. Like mobile games are for study halls. Like, oh, 100%. Mobile games are like you're in study hall and if you're the one kid without a phone not playing doodle jump you're 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 either crowded around someone Dude. or you're asleep and i think that's the the, the case. amount of super stickman golf we played oh my gosh just because the alternative was learning i mean those through the roof we played so much absolutely of the, these games um, yeah super so Daniel says super sick golf even before you said it. yeah exactly the last mobile game i played i was at disney world in line for the avatar ride it was three and a half hours long and so we just played super stick golf it's yeah. that idea of gaming and yeah. now the switch is now combating that but you're absolutely right if i was 14 years old right now i'd be playing mobile left and right oh for sure for sure and dan says mobile games are fine if they are made for that device not a fan of games that are built for consoles then just ported to mobile and i agree with that and, and so true. to bring that in for apex like what are they is that what they're devoting their time to come on andrew if that's what the oh we're now on mobile, fat freaking whipty doo yeah. dude. I, you need a battle pass that's not embarrassing, and you need something new. Yeah, and so can I, can I bring up my main story yes. now? And so I, I saw this. I don't know if you guys saw this on the PC. Respawn has been has been combating cheaters for a while, and they've been you know very early on they said we're we're trying to lock it down like no cheaters all that stuff. And I'm not sure specifically what they mean when they say cheater, just as we can all assume what cheater means. Um, and then they just came out with a report. It said, uh, let me get the number. They said literally they have banned over 770,000 Apex cheater, cutting the player base in half. And basically the response is, then who's playing the game? The, if, if the only reason to play the game is because you have to cheat to get something nice... It's it's actually it's actually absurd, and you yeah. make a really good just simple point. Is that what they're devoting their time to? A mobile game. I <laughs> when they had the biggest launch in in ever ever, and they they look at your fans and they say, hey, you want you want good content? No, 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 no. no. We'll get it on your phone, and yeah. we'll talk later. And, and instead of adding content, they're literally saying, oh wait a second, you actually enjoyed our other content too much. So. It, I don't know. It seems retroactive, and it just really doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I I loved that game, but it is past tense for me now, Andrew. Nothing is ever... I'm going to say it. Nothing has ever crashed and burned faster because of the potential, not because of how quick it was. That's such a good way of putting it. nothing has ever crashed and burned faster for it, me. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have a bad legacy. It has a short legacy. 
Oh yeah, for sure. That's it. Yeah. Um, and and because I'm having so much fun with Alcatraz and dude, like my my brother's back from college, so all the siblings are back together, and like we're watching the Fortnite tournament and playing Fortnite. Like I played a couple hours of Fortnite this weekend. Which, oh, is, is Caleb Pearson playing yeah, Fortnite? Yeah, you heard that right. You heard that here first, folks. Caleb is playing Fortnite. And I'm not proud of it, but <laughs> it, it, you guys deserve to hear the truth. No, but it's sad because um, you honestly have a worse time playing Apex. You would have a worse. I would. You would have a terrible and, and, time. They, my brothers, are teaching me what's new about Fortnite. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what I like to do. And they were like, why don't you like playing Fortnite so much? I was like, well, I like following the industry mm-hmm. more. I like Epic Games probably more than you ever will. Yeah. But I don't like Fortnite as much as you do. Yeah. And so as they play and I get to understand what they're doing with the game, it, it still has a presence and it still evolves. Yeah. Um, I have been very clear this whole time. I don't like the way Fortnite plays. Yeah. And I am not a fan of the way it evolves. But I love the fact that it does so. Yeah. For people. And I can always, again, I can always jump back in right. and have a squad of people up to four yeah. no. <laughs> to help me learn how to do it. And I, yeah, Apex has never really felt that way. Exactly, it, it, it always kind of felt like an experiment. Yeah, and I and I think like there's a philosophy and mentality. I don't think I I think we might have mentioned on the show is like you can make any game fun with friends. Right. Give me the worst game and give me my three best friends and we will have a blast. Yep. And that's not the point of Apex. Also, if we if we all just got off right now and played Apex, I'd have fun. Oh, it'd be but the it's best. like, what if I'm by myself? Am I gonna really load up Apex? No. Not at no. all. Will I load up a quick game of Fortnite? Maybe because it's flashy. Because there's something new every day. Will I play Call of Duty? Yes, because it's fun. All of these things. Uh, well, and Andrew, you can play Fortnite alone. Yeah, you right. cannot play yeah. Apex alone. Good point. Still. Exactly. Come on. Daniel Snap says, guys, Fortnite is still the greatest of all time for us average gamers. No, dude. I mean, like, at this point, it like, is. Fortnite I mean, he's is right. super competitive. He's objectively like, right. I think, like, you might be average, but I, I feel like you should give yourself credit. Like, Fortnite gamers are competitive. They they bring a sense of, like, you need to be focused on three different things because you're focused on the map, yourself, and building. And that and that's a really difficult thing. So, so props to you for playing. Um Daniel says another side quest when you guys want. It's actually Daniel, you beat us to the freaking punch. You know every what, time. Daniel? Why don't you chill, okay? Daniel's why don't you always... let us lead our own podcast? He says, "What are your thoughts about the Ghost Recon reveal coming on Thursday? Have you played any Ghost Recon games before?" Oh, heck well, yeah. it's like we almost wrote it, you know. No, know. It's almost yeah, like yeah. we read your mind, Daniel. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so Ghost Recon coming on Thursday. Um, brand new game. Not really sure if it's Rainbow Six or if it's Ghost Recon. Like, wow. Is there is there a like chance that. it's Wildlands DLC? I, I, I no, I, I think it's a brand new game. Oh, really? Correct okay. me if I'm wrong, Daniel, okay. but I believe it's a brand new game. To answer his question, though, I have I scratched the surface with Wildlands. Like, I Tell haven't me. played. I haven't played it what too was much. It, what, was, what, is, it, it, what is it even like? It, it's third person Far Cry. Okay. Um, with with multi- single player? with multiplayer oh, okay. that works. Okay. But the, as far as the scale of the game and the way you get these outposts and different stuff. It's very much kind of desert vibe, drug cartel vibe. Is it fun? Um, do, you, do you enjoy it? It was, it was fun, yeah. Just not, again, not my kind of game, I guess. Um, yeah, it made sure. me miss Far Cry kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I know of a few buddies that played it quite a bit. Um, I think Zach did. I don't know if he's in the chat or not. But, uh, yeah, it should be. I'm glad to, again, that's what we talked about earlier about this E3 time period. Update us. Yeah. That's Tom Clancy saying we will mention something. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if he if he has any opinions about it one way or another. Yeah, are you um, super hyped? It said it's a confirmed Ghost Recon. I'm not sure if they confirmed whether it's a new gotcha. game or not. I mean, what's oh, your experience okay. with Clancy? You you played more back in the day than yeah, I did. Yeah, but that's like Splinter Cell stuff. This is this is Ghost Recon. I'm very unfamiliar. Gotcha. I think there is definitely a game that I played that's old, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. I think I, I'm excited because uh, I'm excited for something new, kind of like, to, yeah. to think about, I guess. Like, 
it, it's a it's a good enough standing like franchise that if they come out with something cool, I, I might be interested. I might be swayed. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? Are you guys super in, into Ghost Recon games? I mean, like they're popular, right? They're not like they they do well. They do yeah. pretty well. Yeah, so they definitely do. And it's like it's it might be it might be a hard time to launch a game like that because like Division Two is like doing really well, and I feel like that's yeah, probably very similar true. to yeah. Ghost Recon. I've stopped playing Division 2 just because I've been playing other things, but mm. I can't imagine thinking, oh, this game's going to be very different than Division 2. I should get it also, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I guess I, I, I don't know much. So uh, Daniel says, Ghost Recon Wildlands was a cool take on the series, made it more open world focused as well. Yeah. And a Sam Fisher DLC is fire. Yes. Anything. If you put Sam Fisher on it, I'll play whatever <laughs> I want. Like Splinter Cell is my stuff. Yeah. Um, That's so cool. good side quest. Thanks, Daniel, for reading our minds and basically running this podcast without us. So I don't know if you saw my notes here, but that that philosophical point you wanted to bring yeah. up. Do you want to do that today, or do you want to save that for next week? No, let's do it. Let's do it later. Later next week. Like mean? next week. Okay, cool. I, I say we save it too. Uh, we're gonna finish up uh, the story missions with one awesome culturally relevant thing for Media Interactive and our community. If you have anything else you want us to talk about on our second to last episode of Podcast X Y and Z episode twenty nine, throw it in the Twitch TV chat right now, and we'll get to it. But the last story mission on our campaign, Andrew. Halo Outpost, a traveling theme. Uh, it's like gamer experience uh, yeah. is coming to Philadelphia uh, mid-July, and I'm going to it along with Daniel Prindle. Yeah, you, squad is showing up. viewer and friend. And, dude, this thing looks so cool. Give me a rundown. Right, what are you expecting right, I'm gonna. Do? I'll read you read it. the areas that are there. I'm not going to dive into the specifics. No, you can, your imagination can run, run wild. Hall of History, The Ring Experience, Covenant Escape, Combat Deck, which, it, that okay, that's laser tag with Halo guns. Okay. Training Grounds VR, puts you in a Spartan suit. Pelican Training, UNC kiosk, UNSC Kiosk, Target Range, uh, Post Exchange, and Marketplace. Jeez. And Marketplace? So basically, you it's, a, it's a mall that's themed like Halo. Um, and you can go do laser tag. You can go see... Everything from the industry side of things of how the game is made. You can meet all these people and, and different people from the 343 team. Uh, you And so that's the thing, too, is this HoloLens VR push. There will be those experiences. So, so the, what what pulls you most into this out of all those dude, things? Dude, and I, it's everything? so funny you say that. The marketplace. The, the fact that I could get Halo gear yeah. that you cannot get anywhere unless yeah. it's, like, fan-made on Amazon. Yeah. Like, even Xbox's store is weak sauce. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited for that idea. And even talking with Daniel, I know he wants to get some stuff, too. Yeah. Um, but other than that, dude, combat deck, laser tag with Halo guns. Like, come on. Um, the ring experience is basically a domed theater-type experience. Yeah. Um, and, and there are, like... I don't want to say rides, but attractions like that in Disney World. Oh, wow. Stuff. And the people that voice Master Chief and Cortana will be there. Yeah. That's freaking dope, dude. Whoa. And that's going to be so much fun. That's uh, wild. It's $60 for the day if anybody wants to go with us. If Philadelphia, PA. Around, I'm driving from Northern Virginia and then coming back probably. But there's a Training Grounds VR thing that puts you in a Spartan suit. I basically Whoa. just want to try this random stuff. That's pretty cool. And get some pictures with some Halo stuff. It yeah. was so cool. That's dope. And going with um, Daniel is going to be super fun. Yeah, and I'll finally get to meet uh, one of our viewers and friends, and that's going to just be Rara says, the I have coolest feeling. No strong connection to Halo, and this still sounds like the coolest thing ever. Well, Rara, our operation this summer is to make you beat Halo with us, so soon you'll have a strong connection to Halo. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it does sound super fun. Um, if you guys are around Philly area, hit up Caleb, hit up Daniel, because that does sound that sound that just sounds like uh, like I just so much. It, yeah. they, if, even if they had one of those things, I'd be like, that sounds pretty dope. Yeah. But literally having, I think I counted like ten or eleven different things in one day. Like, yeah, that's like mm. Disney World 
mm. scale for Halo. That's like mm. super cool. It's so good. Is this is this like a push for their next game or something? Like what? I, it's it's a it's a celebration of of what has already been because it, it has to be recognizable up to this point. Yeah. But again, the the timing at which it's happening, there is such a large chance that there is something there that hasn't been revealed yet. Yeah. It's after E three. Right. So we don't know. Yeah, we literally don't know. Dude, Halo Infinite's gonna be crazy. Isn't uh, it? I just can't wait to hear about it. Like, just give us something. Like a picture. Just like... something. Yeah. I mean, it's not this year. Blah 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 blah. But give, give me, me something. Give me something, right? Uh, Halo Infinite's gonna rock. I'll After make all this year. Master Chief I will, collection, we're I will live out that game, Andrew. For sure. I'll, for I sure. should like. Stra- I'll just strap a, a, a first person camera on me, and we'll just make Halo basically. There you go. Infinite. Sounds great. Just make it happen. Um, guys, the rest of this month. Um, it is a time of celebration. So next Monday night um, time, TBD, probably most likely around 9. Um, we're going to record our final podcast, X, Y, and Z, episode 30, the end. We're going to do a podcast remastered later in the month. I would also love, love, love to get one more Let's Play on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Where if anybody wants to join an Xbox party with us and play Halo or play Fortnite or play whatever, we just Twitch record from Andrew's Xbox. Um, you and I could be in person maybe, and then anybody that wants to join the party. There I think up go. to eight people can do it. Um, that can also be one of the final things we upload to our YouTube channel, which would be just so cool yeah. to end with the community um, in that way. And we're, we're literally going to have a couple weeks of just making – random content so if you guys have ideas things you want to see what you want us to talk about what you guys want us to play like this is uh your experience as much as it is as it is ours so we want to end it with you guys for you guys yeah um alongside you guys so uh let us know what you think let mm. you let us know what you think about us as, as people and so if you're <laughs> if you're gonna join us next week bring bring whatever you want to know about us in the chat, because we'll, we'll cover the video game news. We have some deep philosophical questions or just passionate questions about the games game industry that Andrew wants to address, that I want to address. Um, and next week's going to be an opportunity to just look back. And I'm going to ha- have to say a few words next week. Just... I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do this. I, uh, when you, when you give your orders, I'm, I'm not even. The fact that that's six days from now, Andrew. Good heavens. Daniel says I'm gonna need like six boxes of tissues. Hey, stop. Cut it out. Literally. Hey, it, Daniel. Hey, 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 hey. Stop. We're in business mode now, boys. Yeah. Be, be professional. All yeah, right. We're all be professional prof- here. All right. Whew. For the second to last time. Why well, you have to? Okay. <laughs> much love, and keep on being. Peace. Peace.